Chapter 11 of The Kia, A New Zealand Problem by George Reginald Mariner. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gail Timmerman Vaughan. Chapter 11. The Damage Done. Aye, in this realm of seeming rest, what sights you meet, and sounds of dread. Alfred Domit. It is no wonder that in the early days people came to look upon the Kia as a terrible menace to the sheep farming industry of New Zealand. For some of the stories told and published about its depredations are enough to stop any sheep farmer from settling in the country. Not only did the man on the sheep station put down most of the animal loss among the flocks to the unfortunate bird, but several standard books published such exaggerated and false stories that one can only wonder how they were ever credited. Unfortunately, these idle tales are still believed and are quoted in other parts of the world against the Kia. Here are some of the worst. The late Mr. Potts, in his book, Out in the Open, says, On one outlying portion of a lake run, the birds were so destructive that, although there were 30,000 acres of good grassland, the occupiers decided not to place stock upon it. The losses had been so great that it was found better to abandon the country. End quote. The late Sir W. Buller, in his History of New Zealand Birds, says, quote, In some parts of the country the Kia menace has risen to such a pitch that the run-holders have been fairly driven off the country. End quote. He also publishes the following newspaper report. Quote, Mr. D. A. Cameron, one of our oldest run-holders in the lake country Otago, is throwing up his run at Nokomai through the Kias, which, if not more numerous, are according to report becoming greater adepts at the destruction of sheep. End quote. From these reports one can naturally fill in the sad details. One can see vast stretches of good sheep country left to the ravages of the hare and the nor'wester, and where flocks of sheep once fed and flourished, a great loneliness reigns. In the valleys, the empty homesteads and the lonely back huts show how far man once penetrated into the fastnesses ere the flying terror decimating his flocks drove him with the remnants of his fortune from that plague-infested region. Such would be the idea given to the reader from perusing these accounts. Yet... When we look into the question, nine-tenths of the stories seem to be absolutely false. At any rate, not a piece of evidence can be found today in support of these wild tales. In order to test for myself the truth of these statements, made by early writers, I asked for information through the newspapers that circulate in the very country mentioned by them. By this method, and by writing personally, the following replies have been received. Mr. W. E. Stevens, MRCS, FRCP. Kurau says, quote, I know nothing about the throwing up of the Nokomai run through the depredations of the Kia in 1880 or of any runs about the Cold Lakes district. End quote. Mr. W. Robinson says, quote, I have to inform you that Mr. D. A. Cameron is still the lessee of the run in question, and whilst writing, I can see his stock from my window. End quote. Mr. Alex Elliott from Kinlock Bay, Elgin, adds his testimony saying, Quote, I am sure that Mr. Buller made a great mistake when stating that Mr. D.A. Cameron of the Nokomai surrendered his run through the Kias. I know the Nokomai very well, and also Mr. Cameron, and can safely say that the Kia was never any trouble there. End quote. Finally, in order to satisfy myself thoroughly, I wrote to Mr. D.A. Cameron himself and received the following reply. Nokomai, 24th June, 1907. Quote, Dear Sir, 
My son Alec has handed me your letter of the 19th inst, re, quote, Kia, end quote. There is no truth in the statement that I ever intended to give up my run, owing to excessive damage done by Kias. Many years ago, we had a few here, but they did not do much damage to the sheep. But on the Losburn run, on Lake Wakatipu, they were very troublesome. I have been informed that the Lake County paid 2S6D each, when they were at their worst, in order to destroy them. Of late years, they have not been troublesome on that run either. I have no idea where Mr. Buller and the papers got their information. Yours truly signed, D.A. Cameron. End quote. Apart from these erroneous published reports, it is almost impossible to get any true estimate of the annual losses owing to the nature of the country and the uncertainty of the reports sent in. The country is so vast and mountainous, and the sheep are only mustered at such long intervals, that when the animal loss is estimated, it is impossible to know what percentage must be debited against the Kia. There is always a large annual loss due to roughness of the country, this causing many sheep to be killed by their falling over cliffs or being buried in the snow. The damage done by the nefarious birds is sometimes very serious, and often large numbers of dead sheep, showing the Kia scar, testify to the seriousness of the menace. However, very rash statements are made by many riders and musterers, and it is never clear whether the percentage is on one flock, one run, or the whole Kia-infested country. Again, one is never certain whether the killing was continued throughout the year or confined to one occasion, and consequently many erroneous and often exaggerated statistics have been quoted from time to time. If the Kia killed sheep all through the year at the rate it does on certain occasions, or if the Kias in all parts of the Kia country were equally troublesome, then the loss would be so severe that sheep owners would be afraid of stalking that part of the country with sheep. Fortunately, however, this is not the case, for the Kias seem to kill at uncertain intervals, and, after a big slaughter of the sheep, weeks and months may pass before they again begin their depredations. Yet again, they usually confine their attacks to certain localities, and when the birds there are shot, the killing may cease for years, if not altogether. Some shepherds put the annual loss in the Kia country at 30 or 40 percent, but from what I can ascertain, this is an exaggeration, for if this percentage were killed annually, there would soon be no sheep left in the Kia-infested area. Sometimes, at special places, the killing may be so severe that it becomes a very serious menace to the sheep farmers, as can be seen from the following instances. A musterer writes, quote, I put a mob of sheep off the flat, onto the hills at Makaroa Station, and, on going up the spur two days afterwards, to where the sheep had encamped, I found six dead, end quote. Another gives the following, quote, on Minaret Station, I remember a mob of almost 1,300 hoggets being put on a spur, and we only mustered 700 off it. The Kias, no doubt, were responsible for a large number of them. End quote. Three more must suffice. One year, I had a bad muster. 400 woolly sheep came in at the beginning of winter, when the snow fell and the sheep could not get away. I placed them, as I thought, in a safe position, on the hillside quite close to where I lived. In spring, when I went to have a look at them, the Kias had killed about 200 of them, end quote. A shepherd, on going to his flock, which he had left the night before, says, quote, I shot 19 Kias, and on looking round, I found that they had killed 38 sheep during the night. Most of them that I found were warm and in splendid condition. 
The flock consisted of 1,600 sheep, and during the winter the Kias killed 300 out of that number, and, as there were a good many birds about, we shifted the sheep, end quote. A runholder wrote to me in 1907, quote, No later than last week, we came on 60 valuable ewes killed by them. One of my shepherds, Watherson, who has communicated with you on this subject, came on eight Kias, killing a ewe. The ewe was still living, and the lamb was torn out through her ribs. He succeeded in shooting all the birds, end quote. There seems very little doubt that in many instances, the birds must kill either for sport or in order to have a number of dead sheep to feed on for some time. For often, many are killed and are left almost untouched. It seems as if the birds get a murderous frenzy and do a lot of damage before their thirst for slaughter is satiated. Reckoning over the whole Kia country, I am certain that 5% of the flocks would well cover the annual loss due to Kias. Of course, in some runs at certain times, this number is very much exceeded, but taking the evidence from all sides, I think that this percentage is near the mark. End of chapter 11